Coming at you full stream ahead from the live music capital of the world, Austin, Texas. This is the second hour of the Rick Adams radio program. Happy Friday. Happy April Fool's Day. Uh, hope you weren't uh, fooled too badly, if you were fooled at all. Um, I don't know. Does anybody even really do anything for April Fool's Day anymore? Does anyone trick the uh, spouse? Any pranks on uh, the boss? Uh, employees, coworkers? Does any of that really even go on anymore? I think it's just a day like any other for everyone. At least that's how it is for me. Um, but anyway, it's the second hour. Um, I went a little long uh, at the close of the last hour. Um, cut myself off going into the break. But we were talking about uh, Miley Cyrus and her bitterness toward Rebecca Black because um, this instant celebrity that uh, Rebecca Black uh, has had for her song Friday that was posted on YouTube and the video went viral and Miley's saying you shouldn't just be able to put a song on YouTube and go out on tour well Miley dear if it weren't for your father you'd be a nobody so you've had this um, the life that you have was basically your celebrity was just handed to you as well so shut up just shut the hell up. Um, I was uh, trying to say before I was cut off at the close of the first hour that um, you know I wasn't defending Rebecca Black in any way. Well, I guess I was slightly. I'm defending her, and uh, as far as Miley has no right to say what she's saying. Um, but, I don't know. I'm just, Rebecca Black's song, like everybody else, I'm saying is, is stupid. Uh, because, uh, you know, I don't think Miley... Maybe Miley feels threatened by Rebecca. I don't know. Is everybody going to bail on Miley and become fans of Rebecca? I think... Um, I think Rebecca Black's celebrity is going to uh, fade out uh, pretty quickly because, again, it's not like the girl has massive talent. Uh, she's become a celebrity for a computer-generated song. <laughs> uh, I believe she was on uh, Jay Leno recently, right? Rebecca Black and... Uh, she went up to sing that song, that Friday song, and, well, there was a close-up on her, and it was very clear that she was lip-syncing. Couldn't remember the words. So, yeah, what's that tell you? But that's what it's come come down to now. I mean, music is not music anymore. It's, uh, it's all computer-generated. Uh, singers that are making it now aren't even singing. It's it's auto tune, it's pitch correctors, it's you name it. Um, I don't know. Um, our website, if you're not there already, can be found at localsoundspot.com. Again, that's localsoundspot.com. 
It's there where you will find links to the stories we share on the program today and then some. You can also follow us on Twitter. Just go to uh, localsoundspot.com, click the Twitter button, and just like that, you're following us on Twitter. Um, And last but not least, yes, you can listen on demand. Just go to localsoundspot.com, click the listen button, and select the podcast of your choice in the audio player on the page. Uh, the links to the stories we share on the program um, can be found on the uh, right-hand side of the page. There's a little section there, kind of down toward the middle on the right-hand side. Uh, is it show links? I think that's the heading. And there's uh, like 10 to 12 links or something there uh, shortly after the program. So it's kind of like the show notes. There's going to be a show notes section on the website sometime soon. So a lot of changes being made. Uh, In addition to uh, some programming changes, uh, we will be moving from the morning time slot to the evening time slot starting next week, uh, Monday. Um, Not sure what days. You know, it could be Monday, Wednesday, Friday. It could be Tuesday, Thursday. Kind of like a college schedule, you know, one of those kind of things. Could be weekends, um, not sure. All the tangles are being worked out. Um, but, uh, yeah, there's some changes being made here. Just trying new things and see how they go. It's not that, like, the show's performing terribly. It's not. Uh, listenership is up, so that's good. Um, but I think it's just kind of we want to tap into the waters, uh, you know, the evening program schedule and see how it does there. Um, so that's the announcement there. Um, you'll know when we know, and we'll probably know once it's posted on the website. <laughs> it's the way things are done around here. It's not like, uh, you know, knock, knock, yes. Um, you'll be on uh, from um, 8 to 11, uh, Monday through Friday. Oh, okay, thanks. No, it's not that at all. It's, uh, oh boy, it's, uh, 1130. Geez, I should go to bed. Oh, you know, I should check the website really quick. And, oh look, our schedule has changed. Well, we know the schedule's changing, just don't know what it's gonna be like. So, uh, I wanted to throw that out there real quick. Um, <clears throat> alright, if you're just now tuning us, um, Charlie Sheen is being sued for 20 million bucks for a breach of contract type of situation. Uh, he's being sued uh, by a television producer for, uh, he's claiming that uh, Sheen is destroying a planned reality TV project about himself and his family. Yeah, I'm sure we were waiting so desperately for the, that show to begin, right? We're going to flock to our uh, TVs every night to watch that. And as soon as it's announced, we're going to schedule it on the DVR, right? I don't know. I think uh, America's interest in Charlie Sheen is uh, is dying off. As it is, the ticket sales for his tour are not doing so great. Nope. In fact, uh, they're on the uh, secondary ticket purchasing websites and they're being sold for uh, less than face value yeah not winning not winning at all 
He'll still make a lot of money, though, from uh, performances and merchandise and other crap. The Rick Adams Show. On local sound spot. You're listening to Rick Adams on localsoundspot.com. Yeah, unless um, <clears throat> unless you're pulling an April Fool's joke on me and uh, not listening at all this morning. Otherwise, yeah, you are listening to the Rick Adams Show on localsoundspot.com. All right, question. Why do we tip at a restaurant? Why? I'm not raising an issue about it. Just a general question. I'm curious. Uh, what I mean by that is uh, when when we tip at a restaurant, what are we tipping for? A tip is a, uh, a reward, right? right? What are we rewarding the, the waiter or waitress for? Uh, would you say, and by the way, yes, I did say waiter or waitress. I did not say server. Granted, they're serving you food, but for a long time it's been waiter and waitress, so I'm sticking with that. Um, so, are we tipping them for uh, quality of service? The bringing us our food, keeping our drinks refilled, uh, being knowledgeable of uh, the items on the menu? Is that what we're tipping for? Mm. No, it's not. At least... According to a new study, it's not. Yep, there was a study done on this. A new study says that uh, that we tip or give good tips only when a server flirts with us. So it's not just the tipping aspect of it, it's the good tip. We bump up our tip, the amount of the tip, we go from 15 to 20 percent or so when we're flirted with. Okay, I guess I can I can see that, I can understand that. Um, what this study says is basically, if you work in the service industry, uh, you're nice and courteous, uh, you introduce yourself, you smile. Uh, you put a smiley face on the uh, the checks. I see that more often. My wife and I both. We go out to eat and uh, we get, um, you know, the waitress hands us our check. There's a cute little smiley face on it. Or a flower. Speaking of flowers, if you wear a flower in your hair, um, chances are you'll, you'll rake in some good dough. Even if the meal takes 30 minutes to arrive. Uh, I guess I can understand that. Um, because, I mean, hey, let's say um, you get a girl for a server. She's a hottie. 
She's got her hair tied back. She's wearing a little makeup. Um, her boobs are showing a little bit. Might be able to kick it up another buck or two. Hmm. Interesting. Um, I guess a little bit of talk is good. You don't want the, uh, the chatter boxes. Yeah, that might bring it down another buck or two. But, um, I guess I could agree with this. You know, normally I badmouth studies, but I think, I think they might be onto something here. There might be, um, this might not be, uh, too far off. Not too far from the truth. Flirtiness and hotness. That's what I say. That, that will give them another buck or two. Now, the FDA. I was reading some stuff last night before I went to bed. Uh, reading about some uh, reviews, uh, some journals, and uh, some studies. And that's how I came across this tipping study. And then I came across this about the FDA. The FDA, uh, or an FDA panel, I guess, uh, yesterday, an FDA advisory panel recommended that the agency further study a link between food coloring and child hyperactivity, but said that products that contain the dyes do not need package warnings. So... <laughs> yeah, there was a claim that the uh, colorings used in food products somehow led to uh, attention deficit disorder in children. You know, it was another one of those stupid claims. Uh, the committee, comprised of doctors, scientists, consumer representatives, voted 8 to 6 that food packages do not need warnings flagging food colorings that could affect ADD in kids. Uh, the packages now must list the food colorings, but there is no warning about a possible link to hyperactivity. Huh. The FDA called the meeting to help it answer a petition from the Center for Science in the Public Interest. Uh, that was filed back in 2008. The group asked for a ban on artificial dyes. Oh, here we go again. Yep. Oh, no. It's time to... Uh, we got to study this stuff that's going into food, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to affect the kids. It's all about the kids, right? Yeah. That, uh, what, yellow number seven, red number five... It's uh, it's affecting us. That's why we're not uh, able to pay attention or as much attention at work as uh, we could. Must be that uh, food coloring, right? <clears throat> um, so the group asked for a ban on artificial uh, dyes or at least a warning label saying that foods containing these dyes could cause hyperactivity. How? Might want to start there. How could it lead to ADD? 
Hyperactivity. How? How? What chemical element in the food coloring is um, affecting our ability to pay attention? How? I can't just slap a warning on a box because so-and-so feels, so-and-so happens to sit on a panel and feels that um, there's an element in uh, food coloring that's affecting kids' abilities to pay attention. The Rick Adams Show. On local soundspot.com. You're listening to Rick Adams on localsoundspot.com. Yes, indeed, you are. Halfway through the second hour already. Wow. Flying by. Uh, so, talking about this uh, story about the uh, FDA. Uh, the FDA had called a meeting to help it answer a petition from the Center for Science and the Public Interest, which was filed in 2008. The group had asked for a ban on artificial food dyes, or at least a warning label saying that foods containing these dyes could cause hyperactivity. Based on what? What evidence? Seriously. If any of these knuckleheads had come to me, if I were working for this agency or an agency like this, I wouldn't be working for them, but let's say I was. Somebody came to me and said, "Um, we'd like for you to ban artificial food dyes or at least slap a label, uh, a warning label on the foods that contain these dyes. Uh, saying that uh, <clears throat> that these dyes could cause hyperactivity. I'd say, all right, sure. Provide me the evidence and the scientists who produce the evidence linking these dyes to uh, hyperactivity, and no problem. We'll take it from there. No evidence, no ban, no label. Straight up. Uh, well, that's what Europe did. Europe has this uh, label system, right? So if Europe does it, then we have to do it as well? No. No. Mm-mm. Who cares what Europe does? So what? Because you know what? We're not going to pay attention to the labels anyway. We buy what we buy because it tastes good. Um, and sometimes because it looks appealing, you take out these, uh, food dyes, the coloring, it's not going to look as appealing. And so therefore it could potentially affect sales. And the cereal makers will love that, right? And the candy makers, why do you buy a pack of Skittles? Sure, because they taste good. But the color is also appealing as well, right? The shells of the candy that are colored after the rainbow. You put a you put out a bowl of Skittles or M&Ms at a party, goes over pretty well, doesn't it? You're walking by, it catches your eye. Oh look, it's a bowl of Skittles. 
you think it would be as catching to the eye if the Skittles were white in the bowl? No, I don't think so. In fact, the Skittles get people's attention more so than the bowl of cashews, right? Or mixed nuts. Because the color's not there in the nuts. It's not as uh, vibrant, not as loud. Um, well, the committee debated the warning label idea for some time, but ultimately decided that there was not enough evidence for it, and it may confuse consumers. Good call. Well done. That's actually shocking. Um, examples of foods with artificial coloring... Uh, I kind of mentioned a couple of these already. Jello, Skittles, M&M's, Mountain Dew, and Fruit Loops. Um, parents who testified at the hearing said that they are convinced there is a link between food coloring and their children's behavior. How? Who said? Uh, based on what scientific research? What What records? The mother of a seven-year-old boy who has struggled with hyperactivity showed off his improved report card and said eliminating food dyes from his diet was life-changing. How? How was that? Um, how did you prove that? What scientist studied the elements in food coloring And what were the results to say, yeah, okay, sure, this element can have this effect on the brain. Hmm, got some blanks to fill in there, sweetheart. She and other moms urged the panel to recommend warning labels. <coughs> Sorry, idiot, yeah. That's one for the idiot category. Um, not sure that there is a way to prove that food coloring can affect uh, a child's ability to pay attention in class. Because I'll tell you, and I'm pretty certain that I'm not the only one here, um, but I ate Fruit Loops for many years as a kid. I ate Skittles for many years as a kid, and I still do from time to time. M&M's, yeah, and I drink a lot of Mountain Dew, and I ate quite a bit of Jello. Um, I was fine in school. I did just fine. I was able to pay attention, and uh, my grades were all right. Yeah, if my grades weren't so hot, it's because I was. Stupid. <laughs> you know, didn't uh, do my homework or chose not to participate. But it had nothing to do with the uh, the coloring in uh, my Skittles or my Fruit Loops or my M&M's. Yeah, this might be a difficult one to prove. Seven-year-old boy struggling with hyperactivity. His grades are so much better now that he's not eating Skittles and M&Ms and Jello and drinking Mountain Dew or eating Fruit Loops. How? 
How so? Morons. All right. Um, so I was reading that last night, and I was just beside myself. You know, it's all about changing what we eat, changing recipes, changing portion sizes. It's all a bunch of crap, but it needs to stop. And, um, you know, we haven't heard uh, a whole hell of a lot about uh, Michelle Obama's uh, Eat What I Eat or Move Your Ass campaign, whatever the hell it's called. Um, I, it's pretty safe to say that uh, America is not listening to her. We don't care what she says. Who cares what she eats? She's got her uh, cute little garden there at the White House. Good for her. Just because she eats it doesn't mean we're going to eat it too. The Rick Adams Show. On local sound spot. You're listening to Rick Adams on localsoundspot.com. About to close out um, the show for this hour, for the day, and for the week. And for mornings. Um, not sure for how long. guess we'll see. Uh, it's worth mentioning again before we end the program, just in case you're tuning in for uh, the first time today. Uh, there'll be some programming changes starting next week. Uh, starting on Monday, the show will be moving from the morning time slot to the evening time slot, but we're not sure on what days. You know what I mean by that? Uh, we don't know if it's going to be Monday through Friday, if it's going to be Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Tuesday, Thursday, if it's one night a week, if it's weekends, don't know. That part is still up in the air. Uh, it'd be uh, a useful piece of information to have. Yes, I agree. Um, but that's the way things are done around here. <laughs> Questions remain unanswered. Um, who knows? Probably won't know until um, Monday afternoon. <laughs> say, hey, show is going to go on at 8 o'clock. Tonight, Monday. Oh, thanks for the heads up. Thank you. I mean, yeah, we'll be prepared anyway. We're all we're constantly prepping for this show. Uh, we're never ill prepared uh, because there's always news going on. News websites are updated constantly. We're reading the news constantly. We're, we're all news junkies here, uh, myself included. So. Prepping for it, you know, being ready won't be a problem. Um, but who knows? Uh, probably Monday night we'll just be diving right into the show. Uh, last minute. On, uh, on last minute notice. So, um, yeah, Charlie Sheen was in the news again. Uh, he's being sued for 20 million bucks for some sort of breach of contract thing. Um, Ticket sales for My Torpedo of Truth, his tour, not doing so well. And I wonder how Charlie and his porno gal pals feel about Hustler facing these fines for not using condoms in uh, their porn videos. Whoops. 
Yeah, you know, that was a, uh, a law that passed over there. Oh, well, that was a little late, but thanks. Um, <clears throat> yeah, California workplace. Uh, what was that all about? Hello? What, what happened? Had a little drop out there in uh, the mic. Did we lose everything? Hope not. Made it, made it this far. Yeah. How many people just lost the show right now? Hello? Hello? Rick Adams show, hello? Anybody there? What happened? I don't know, everything looks good on the meters, so... Maybe we're still going. Alright. <laughs> Great. Maybe the board is uh, dying out on us. But anyway, California workplace safety officials have fined Larry Flint's Hustler video and another porn producer for not using condoms on set to protect sex performers? Is that what they're called? They're not called uh, sluts or whores or anything like that. It's, uh, hmm, interesting. Okay. Um... They're facing stiff fines. I like that. Uh, it doesn't say that in there. Uh, I was told that in my ear. They're facing uh, stiff fines. Good job. Yeah, that's the kind of uh, material we come up with here. We're, uh, we're that quick-witted. Uh, so anyway, California workplace safety officials have fined Larry Flint's Hustler video and another porn producer for not using condoms on set to protect sex performers from exposure to disease. Hustler faces $14,175 in fines for three violations, including failure to provide condoms or other protective equipment this is according to a Division of Occupational Safety and Health Citation provided uh, to the Associated Press on Wednesday. Hustler failed to ensure the use of appropriate personal protective equipment. Um, such as condoms to protect its employees from semen, vaginal excretions, and blood in the course of producing adult videos. That's what it says in the citation. The current fines are based on the same section of state law that also requires hospitals to provide nurses with protective gear to spare them from exposure to blood-borne and fluid-borne illnesses. Yeah, who knows what you could get on the set of a porno. You'd probably breathe in all kinds of crap. Should wear, uh painters masks and gloves you know full head and body gear just go full board who knows what the hell's crawling on the floor and the walls and the ceilings and on the uh, production equipment flint has said in the past that audiences don't want to watch porn in which actors use condoms who's complaining seriously and, you know, there's ways around it. It's not all that bad. 
Um, if anyone's pissing and moaning about it, stop. And when I say anyone, I'm talking about those involved in the production of porn because... And leave it to me to be the idea generator, the idea uh, one who produces ideas, I guess, developer of ideas for the porn industry. I don't even watch porn. I don't even really care to. But, you know... How about this for a thought, okay? Stop pissing and moaning. If you're a, uh, I guess, what department would that be? Costume design? Makeup? Sure. How about a condom that is flesh-like in color, okay? It's like a skin color, or it can be painted as such, uh, and it looks like a penis, so when the man puts it on... You don't even really notice. I mean, because what? What's the big deal? Is it, are they clear? Are they gray? Are they silver? What? Uh, is, he wear, is the man wearing a camouflage condom? The Rick Adams Show. On local sound spot. 